Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ladies, this is the Rich Eisen Show. Brady takes a shotgun step. He looks right for Krasowski. He throws it for Krasowski. Left for Edelman. What a May touchdown. First quarter. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Tom Brady's retiring. Oh, my God. I can't believe the it. The Rich Eisen Show. I love that I've been able to do it for as long as I've had. I love the game, and I love being out there talking with Tom Brady has just thrown his second touchdown pitch. Today's guests, ESPN senior writer Seth Wickersham, plus New York Giants head coach Brian Dable. And now... It's Rich Eisen. All right, everybody. Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show. Uh, first day of February 2022. It is the month of the Super Bowl. We have reached it, and we are all here together in Los Angeles, California, home of Super Bowl 56. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial right here on this very busy Tuesday. Chris Brockman, good to see you over there, sir. How are you? I'm doing great, Rich. Good. Good to see uh, Mr. Feller. How are you, Jason Feller? Good to see you here today as uh, uh, DJ Mikey D is somewhere Instagramming photographs of him on some sort of uh, private private jet for 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 uh, for. For commercial costs. Good to see you over there. (laughs) TJ Jefferson, how are you? Hey, Rich, I had a question. If I retire, but I don't say retire, am I really retired? Good to see you over there, TJ Jefferson. (laughs) 844-204-RICH is the number to dial right here on the program. Uh, So um, we've got uh, a a bunch on our plate. Uh, Would have been that way uh, if the plans to and the expectations to and all the uh, conditional phrasing that has been placed upon Tom Brady over the last 48 to 72 hours and his decision whether or not to play has now been removed by the man himself. Um, It's official. Tom Brady has retired from the National Football League after 22 remarkable stellar years uh, in, in this league. And um, now I get to uh, have my say. Uh, I was planning on saying this first thing out of the box on Monday, even though, you know, championship Sunday uh, had just taken place. And maybe that's why Tom Brady uh, put the brakes on uh, confirming the uh, fact that he is, in fact, retiring because he didn't want to take up all that time and all that space. Uh, And he did anyway, because he's Tom Brady. (laughs) And um, and so here's here's my two cents on on Tom Brady the man in his 22 years in the NFL has completely recalibrated what we consider the most successful player or quarterback in the history of the game he has totally reset the board when he came into the league it was Joe Montana and it was Terry Bradshaw and Montana the kid um, in uh, Northern California that Brady was growing up. That's who he lionized. That's who he revered. 
And that's who, you know, I guess he put in his sights whenever he decided to play quarterback and then decide, why not me? And maybe that whole decision of why not me took place on the campus of uh, my and his alma mater at Michigan, where he was looking for his shot. He finally was getting his shot. He had to take a back seat on occasion to uh, a, a hot shot kid in the state of Michigan that everybody knew about because he was one of the biggest prep stars in the state of that and the history of that state and Drew Henson. But Brady did finish up strong at Michigan, by the way, winning a Citrus Bowl in his junior year, comeback win against Arkansas and an Orange Bowl in which he set all Orange Bowl records against Alabama, comeback win against Alabama, and still the league shrugged. They shrugged because he didn't run very well. He didn't look like Adonis, and he, um, you know, didn't impress enough people, and that includes the intelligentsia at the uh, home office of his beloved 49ers, Bill Walsh, and my boy Mariucci and everybody else, as we all know, chose somebody else, part of the Brady Six. And his career has been, you know, I guess, been identified by numbers. The Brady Six, the quarterbacks that were not chosen, you know, that were chosen in front of him, that he was not chosen instead of. 199 will never, ever, ever Go through a draft without 199 being the pick of who knows. Because when Tom Brady was chosen 199th overall, that started the who knows. He is the king of who knows in this league. Kid, again, chosen by the Patriots. Why would they choose him? They have a a guy in Drew Bledsoe who had just taken the team a few years before to the Super Bowl, just signed a $100 million contract. Why are they taking this kid out of Michigan? A flyer. Well, the ultimate flyer. Let's put that as well on his list. The kid who then gets a start because of injury to the starting quarterback and Drew Bledsoe. Again, any other quarterback that gets a start out of nowhere because the guy at the top of the list gets injured, totally reconfigured. Especially when just two years before, we thought that story had been written in a way that we'll never see again in Kurt Warner in theaters near you. But Kurt, even though an incredible career that put him in Canton because he took not one team, but two different teams to the Super Bowl that had nothing going for it in the Rams and the Cardinals. Brady took the Patriots to heights that not even New England fans thought was possible. And you guys over there think everything's possible. <laughs> well, we do now, and it's because of Tom. Correct. Tom Brady winning three Super Bowls in his first four years. That's another metric. Good luck, Joe Burrow. If you win even in, in uh, less than two weeks from now, try doing that two more times in the next three years. Even if you are so fortunate to have this photograph that I will never forget, Brady with his hands on his head, confetti coming down in the Superdome. Cannot believe this happened. It was exactly the way the rest of the country felt. And then two years later, he wins another one. NFL Network was born. That was our first one. And then the next year, he wins it again. Still, to this date, the last quarterback to go back to back. So three out of four, and then he doesn't win one for quite some time, as a matter of fact. In between of not winning for quite some time, he has a 50-touchdown season. He has an undefeated regular season. 
He loses in the Super Bowl twice to Eli Manning. That's part of the reason why he didn't have any. You know, the conversation will be brought up about pounds per square inch. You know how I feel about Deflategate around here. I think it was absolutely ridiculous, totally absurd. And despite what you may think, what was in whatever report that did lead to Tom having to get suspended and the league having the Patriots forfeit one of their draft choices. The football that started it all supposedly illegally and nefariously deflated was intercepted by the opponent in the game in which Brady and the Patriots boat raced them otherwise. The ultimate don't use the excuse for your bad play. That's the way I view that. And then comes the second act. Yeah, with the Patriots. And this is what separates Brady as well. It's for the kid, okay, for the kid who came into the league, okay, looking the way that he did. We see the photograph all the time with him with his shirt off, which never will happen again in the the combine either. It's one of the first things Roger Goodell did when he became commissioner is he ended the process of seeing prospects in their underwear. That he started realizing what he need to do to, needed to do to be great was to get in shape and stay in shape and have a remarkable commitment. So, again, we may see others win three of four early on. We may see others win three of four at some point during their first 15 years of their career. But what Brady did in addition to winning in addition to commitment, in addition to teamwork, his teammates loved him. He might be the GOAT in that department as well. Speak to any of his teammates. They call him Tommy. In addition to all of that, he is also the GOAT of longevity. The number that will always be associated with him other than 6 for Brady 6 or 12 for Tom Brady's number or 199 coming off of TB12 uniform number, the numbers of which he will always be associated is age being just a number. Because good luck to everybody, even if Mahomes does start winning Super Bowls in bunches. Good luck after turning 37, winning four of them. Good luck to you doing that, as we saw Big Ben and Drew Brees start leaking oil as they hit 40. Good luck to that. Put up these numbers. Look at this. We're showing on the screen, folks, on Peacock listening. Ageless wonder. Brady's average season by each decade. His 40s was his best. Best. Unbelievable. Tom Brady led the league in passing yards four times, once at age 28, once at age 30, and twice after he turned 40. As a 40-year-old and in his retirement year of 44, he led the league in touchdowns five times, once at age 25, once at age 30, 33, 38, and then at 44 in the year he retired. He was an MVP three times, once at age 30, once at age 33, And then once at age 40, good luck with that. 
Good luck with that. All-time best in passing yards, passing touchdowns, playoff passing yards, Super Bowl passing yards, career wins, game-winning drives, and we can, it's the only thing we could fit on one screen. Unbelievable. And every quarterback that comes into the league, I mean, it used to be four. Now it's seven. Another number. Ten. Super Bowls played in. Unbelievable. The GOAT, greatest of all time. My children already know about him. My future grandchildren, will be his name will be associated with exactly what I'm talking about. And their children, and most likely the children after that. Greatest competitor, winner in the greatest team sport ever created. Tom Brady. Who'd have thunk it? Him. That's it. One. You think he thought that? I think he thought it. <laughs> I think he thought it. I don't know when he started to think it, but he, I think he thought it. And what happened to him at Miami Mater stoked the fire. Yeah. And what happened with him on draft days stoked the fire. And whatever happened to him after all that stoked the fire. Took everything personally. Like Jordan. Tom Brady. Now let's get to the way he retired. I don't get it. Okay. I don't get it. Instagram and Twitter, all good. Hey, it's it's his party. He can do what he wants. But for a guy who always had impeccable produced videos well, over the last few years. Stuff got blown up over the weekend. I get it. I don't think still. this was the plan. But then he decided, I mean, he had his own shot on his own podcast on Monday night and decided this is the way he wanted to do it. All good. Two things about his retirement announcement today on Instagram and Twitter stand out to me. Again, I'll just read to you the first four paragraphs, okay? I've always believed the sport of football is an all-in proposition. If a 100% competitive commitment isn't there, you won't succeed, and success is what I love so much about our game. There's a physical, mental, and emotional challenge every single day that has allowed me to maximize my highest potential, and I've tried my very best these past 22 years. There are no shortcuts to success on the field or in life. This is difficult for me to write, but here it goes. I'm not going to make that competitive commitment anymore. I have loved my NFL career, and now it is time to focus my time and energy on other things that require my attention. I've done a lot of reflecting the past week and have asked myself difficult questions, and I'm proud of what we have achieved. My teammates, coaches, fellow competitors, and fans deserve 100% of me, but right now it's best I leave the field of play to the next generation of dedicated and committed athletes. The words... I'm retired or any form of retirement does not exist in this entire statement. He does not use the R word once. And that's another aspect of Tom Brady's career that will never be matched. The absolute defying of the undefeated record of father time comes for us all, as we all know, Messes with our heads and our lives and our psyches at times. It's tough for us to face and deal with. As the Rolling Stones once famously said, what a drag it is getting old. Father Time didn't get Tom Brady. But Father Time did not get Tom Brady in the NFL. And he doesn't get him in this statement either. It's his way of saying, I still win. The competitive spirit when it comes to to Father Time and Tom Brady still burns. It still burns. 
And I kind of dig that. He wouldn't use that word. Maybe that's why he didn't go on a podcast or say anything. He wanted to get the words right, and the way to get the words right is to put it in writing and just leave it at that. Didn't want to say the word retirement or retire or whatever, and I'm sure there will be all sorts of nonsense about, well, he never retired. You never heard that from him, so maybe give him a call if you're the 49ers or you're this team or you're that team. Don't give him a call. He's done. And good luck to anybody who wants to compete with him in whatever endeavor he attempts. Okay? Then the rest of the statement goes on, and he thanks the city of Tampa, and he thanked the fans in Tampa, and then he thanked the Glazer family who owns the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and then he thanks the general manager in Jason Light who gave him the opportunity to have his final act in the NFL as a player. He thanked Bruce Arians. He thanked the coaches of the Bucs. Then he eventually gets around to some of his personal relationships. He thanks every Bucs staffer. He thanks Alex Guerrero, his longtime partner in the TB12 system and trainer, the longevity part. He thanks him. He thanks Don Yee and Steve Dubin, who has represented him ever since he left Michigan. So you see Michigan in there. He thanks his parents, his entire family. He thanks his wife and his children. And then he finishes with the heart emoji. After he then talks about the thrilling ride and the future being exciting, he drops his um, brand names that he started. In case you want to follow him on Instagram and Twitter, he gave the the addresses. <laughs> and uh, then he said, as I said earlier, I'm going to take it day by day. He called it a work in progress, what his days are going to look like. And he's going to take it day by day. I know for sure I want to spend a lot of time giving to others and trying to enrich other people's lives, just as so many have done for me. With much love, appreciation, and gratitude, Tom. And the other word that doesn't exist in this statement is the word patriots or new england don't know what to make of that it's gotta be intentional everything this guy does is totally vetted looked at buttoned up and cleared by him including i'm assuming the photograph that is included in it that appears to be him as a buck in New England returning that night, that inclement night of uh, week four of Sunday Night Football of this season. Sure is, confirmed. And you could choose any photograph you want. He chose one from that night. As they say in that neck of the woods, how about them apples? I mean, he's pointing. It's like a, he's pointing off to the mm. goodbye, the sunset, the horizon. It, it, it's, it's weird. I mean, obviously the Patriots have, are one of the many who have sent out a statement today. Yeah, of course. You know, um, thanking Tom for the ride and the uh, as he rides off into the sunset in his boat, the duck boat on the uh, open seas. There's seven Lombardi trophies in there. And we all know there's one that he definitely didn't win with them, but he put them in there. And the Patriots tweet, I don't know, man, that one is weird. And, and he knows that this is the sort of stuff that will be talked about. But let's just say this. He will have his name on the building. They may build a statue to him. They should. Should I already mean, be done. They should it's be like, done. Put it up He'll have his red jacket for their Hall of Fame. He will have their moments. He will wave to everybody. It will get done. But this is weird. No other way to put it. Just weird. Yeah. So, 
What do you think? 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. Love to have your thoughts on the subject matter. We have the man who's uh, been covering Brady forever and a day. His book came out, made a lot of headlines. It's better to be feared. Seth Wickersham, I uh, can't wait to hear his thoughts on Brady's decision to retire, the way in which he retired or had to retire, the manner in which he did, um, and uh, clearly leaving out the, uh, the Patriots word and the retirement word from his statement. The greatest of all time is now uh, done playing in the NFL. Can't believe it. That's the other aspect of Brady's retirement that I can't believe. Uh, I, I said it yesterday. I'll say it again. Can't believe that a 44-year-old man is retired. Think about that on its face. <laughs> it's shocking to me. Shocking to me. Because he led the league in everything this year. Well, to be specific, he led the league in five major categories. He led the league in yards per game thrown. He led the league in most yards thrown. He led the league in most touchdowns thrown. And he led the league in most completed passes and most attempts. So the 44-year-old was winging it around like nobody else. And he looked great. He looked great. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Seth Wickersham, his two cents on everything, the insight that he has, uh, will be unique to say the least. 844-204-RICH, number to dial here on this Brady is Retired edition of The Rich Eisen Show. Battle Creek, Michigan, 1963. Kellogg's and Post, sworn cereal rivals, race to create a pastry that will change the face of breakfast forever. A wildly imaginative tale of ambition, betrayal, and menacing milkmen, sweetened with artificial ingredients. Unfrosted stars Jerry Seinfeld in his directorial film debut. It features a supporting cast of comedy greats, including Melissa McCarthy, Jim Gaffigan, Hugh Grant, Amy Schumer, Max Greenfield, Christian Slater, Sarah Cooper, Bill Burr, and many more. Streaming right now on Netflix. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show before our terrestrial radio audience returns. And we uh, we put uh, Seth Wickersham on with that audience, our big audience in full. Let's just check on some of the other uh, tweeted out uh, responses to Tom Brady making it official that he is retired. Uh, Robert Kraft with a, a, another, as usual, high class uh, statement right there. Call it a dream come true for Patriots fans. And, um, you know, I mean, it's unbelievable. What a run. From 199 overall all the way to this present day. Unbelievable. Good luck, everyone else. The standard has been reset. Reset. And, of course, he just leaves all sorts of torched houses behind, including the one in uh, Florham Park, uh, New Jersey. Oh, there's Peyton Manning right there, Omaha Productions. Very nice. 
All right. Congrats again, pal. As you know, Brady was there for Peyton Manning's induction this year. Flew up from uh, training camp to be there for that one. Do you think the Hall of Fame should waive the five-year and put him in this coming year? No. No, they should not. Why? It's just the way it goes. It doesn't matter who you are. Never got waived for anybody else. Certainly didn't. Not Jerry Rice. No one else isn't the... Well, Rice Rice was exactly that. Lawrence Taylor? Eh. Uh, Exactly. He's not going to do it. Jim Brown? Brady's better than all of them. All right. Well, that's an, that's an argument. I mean, that's an argument. Jalen there. Ramsey tweeted out, the best quarterback of all time retired. Dang, he threw his last TD on me. <laughs> that's true. That, that's true. That's, that's something be, to hang your hat on. That might be my favorite one so far. <laughs> Jalen's the Well, then, like I said, Torched House is all over the place, including in New Jersey and New York. Um, and uh, uh, the Jets <laughs> tweeted out, this better be real. Good one. This is a good one. Well done. This better be real. Matt Ryan tweeted out, you know, congrats on seven. Wish it was six. I like it. I mean, seriously, he got him. He got them all. Got them all. Except Eli. Didn't get Eli. Didn't get Eli. Eli's the only one. And Foles didn't get Foles. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? He got back at the Bears too. They're introducing Matt Eberflus today, and uh, Brady retired. So yeah, that, that, that'll be good. <laughs> you know, NBC New York. Tom Bra- breaking. Tom Brady, who lost two Super Bowls to the Giants during his legendary 22-year NFL career, retires. Nice headline. Yeah, I'm sure the 22-year-old is, so, is so proud of themselves. Very good. Fun stuff, man. Everybody's got to take. Everybody's got to take. Let's put it this way. He just uh, he left his mark. <laughs> it's unbelievable what he became and what he did and what we're going to be talking about for years to come. And then the league starts and he's not there. It'll be like, where is Tom Brady? <laughs> How is he not out there still? It's going to be really weird. It's going to be weird. And, you know, obviously when this dust settles, then we talk about what next for Tampa, you know. So back here on NBC Sports on Peacock, NBC Sports, Sirius XM Channel 85 and our terrestrial radio network coast to coast on the Rich Eisen Show every day from 12 to 3 Eastern. And joining us right now is the author of the best selling book, It's Better to Be Feared, about the uh, New England Patriots dynasty in the pursuit of greatness. Seth Wickersham back here on the Rich Eisen Show. How are you, Seth? Good, man. How are you? I'm doing fine. So let's get uh, first up about uh, why you think Brady decided to finally hang them up, in your estimation. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's one reason. I do think that you can't overlook the fact that football is really hard. And he's made it look so easy for so long that it's kind of easy to take for granted. But it is really hard to play football especially entering your 40s at a high level. Nobody really knows except for him what that's like. And I think that he was being honest when he referenced in his statement today that, you know, he didn't feel like he could give that effort, right? He's always said, once you stop, you're done. And But I do think there are some other factors at play. I mean, he loved the coaches in Tampa Bay. But he, you know, referenced it in his statement today that he would drive Bruce Arians crazy. I mean, sometimes the Bucs coaches weren't quite as buttoned up as things were in New England. And I think that, you know, the way you saw the way they lost that game to the Rams, isolating Cooper Cup on a safety is an example of that. Um, You know, they're a team in transition, and they're going to have some roster and salary cap issues. And then I think that more than anything, you saw him take steps this past year to be known as more than just Tom Brady, the quarterback, and really more than Tom Brady, the quarterback, and fitness guru. I mean, you saw... He, he launched his podcast with Jim Gray and Larry Fitzgerald. He did Man in the Arena. Um, 
And the Brady brand, I think that he, that, it really seemed to energize him in a way that, you know, for the longest time, I think that only football could. And, you know, he sees a lot of global potential with that, especially with the TB12, you know, pairing it up with some of the methodologies of the TB12. All that said, this is a gigantic hole that he is leaving in his life. It's a void. There's a reason why he's said in the past that he'll consider therapy when he walks away, because as, as Giselle has said, football is his first love. And um, as we know, with, with great athletes, when they walk away, the golf courses and the private jets and you know the cushy paid speeches get old fast. Yeah, I know, and it's just it's going to be weird for fans too because um, I, I thought he could have kept playing, you know, and um, and obviously he didn't end it um, with a win in the Super Bowl, and I always thought that you know Tom Brady would absolutely add himself to the list of Peyton Manning and Strahan and Elway and Bettis, right? That mm-hmm. you know. Uh, that that's the way they did it. You know, Ray Ray Lewis, right? I mean, like, that's the way to do it. And he wouldn't want to even walk into the bust room one day knowing he's got the every possible record that others have something that he doesn't. You know, I I, I always kind of figure, but you can't control that. Um, with the exception of last year, he could have. Last year, he could have. Yeah, I think he's always been a little bit different. Like, there was a moment that... I was at his. I was in his living room, and we were talking. And this was maybe seven years ago. It was before the sort of rest of the dynasty, which not only the Patriots but really the Tom Brady dynasty, kind of was reclamated. And he was telling me about they had just lost to the Ravens in the playoffs, and he told me that Kurt Warner had sent him a text after the game saying, "Like being the best doesn't mean you always win. It just means you win more than anybody else." And that text really meant a lot to him because it, it spoke to his essence in a way that very few messages could. It, yes, it's always about winning, but it was often in failure that he found successes. And, you know, the, the people, there's people who argued he'd never leave New England after throwing a pick six on his final throw against the Titans. And there's people who'd argue he'd never go out losing to the Los Angeles Rams in the playoffs. But, you know, that was... It, ne- it always misread him just a little bit. I think that what he prided himself on as much as anything is this kind of genius he had of refusing to concede to anyone else's idea of the inevitable or of reality in that regard. ESPN senior writer and author of the uh, the book, It's Better to Be Feared, Seth Wickersham, right here on the Rich Eisen Show. What about the way it all went down? For retiring that was weird there's no other way to put it and normally that's not a word that you associate with tom brady when he can control something right yeah it, so you know it was weird um i think that those close to him and you know people inside the box started to see this coming maybe about a month and a half ago um we did like a playoff predictions column on espn.com before the playoffs and i predicted that brady would retire after this year and it wasn't a report it was a prediction but i had just heard enough that you know i think that all of the 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 strain from the game all the opportunities beyond it it was just starting to crystallize for him and remember when he left new england he signed a two-year contract i know that he renegotiated it in the offseason and was talking about playing until he's 55 but a lot of that was like kind of for salary cap purposes he signed a two-year deal and i think that 
you know, the people close to him are always kind of looking at that as an end date. Obviously, he could change his mind at any time, but so when he, when, when Adam Schefter and Jeff Darlington a week ago reported that he was noncommittal towards returning to the Bucks, I think that was a huge tell. And then, obviously, the report over the weekend came out and then got some fierce blowback. But, you know, I think that he was always going to retire. They always knew how this was going to end. Adam and Jeff had to weather the storm for their reporting to be validated. And um, it's pretty obvious, given that the commissioner weighed in, Peyton Manning weighed in, that today, this morning, was going to be the morning that he was going to do it. Well, again, I, I, I never, you know, um, doubted Jeff and uh, Schefter's reporting. It was just definitely not the manner in which he, he, yeah. had, he, he wanted it out there, right? And then the question is, is just, you know, even last night, you know, having his own podcast at his disposal um, and, and then choosing this manner in which to do it, um, do you think this was the plan? Like, what was the plan? Best you could tell, I, do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think that it was, you know, given that other people have, had kind of come out and, and you know, congratulated him on his career, like Peyton, like, you know, Robert Kraft, like Roger Goodell. But that said, I mean, you know, this it was a messy process. It really was. And, um, but, you know, I'm sure that, like, even Jeff and Adam reporting it, had to have been a little surprised by the, you know, just how stiff the blowback was. I don't know that for a fact. I'm just guessing. But, you know, here we are. And, you know, he ended up doing it. And, um, you know, it's just you run out of superlatives to say. I, when he was first starting out, mm-hmm. I forget who it was. Someone was close to him was saying that, like, he wants to have a career that makes you forget any other quarterback. And, you know, it was, like, that's such a bold statement that, I never forgot it. And at the time, he hadn't even won a second Super Bowl yet. <laughs> you know, this was, at the time, he looked like another in a trend, right? Like, like Kurt Warner and Jake DeLome and these guys who kind of come out of nowhere and end up having success. It, he didn't look like anything that he would become. And I'll never forget someone said that. And I, I just think it, like, always spoke to his ambition. And here we are all these years later, two decades later, and it really is. His accomplishments are so vast and so far-reaching that it really is kind of – it makes other guys who accomplished phenomenal feats in the game look small. Oh, yeah. I mean, like from now on, you got to win four to be in the conversation, right? <laughs> and you, and you got to be above four. Well, you got to be in four, in four in terms of the conversation of best, you know, um, second best ever. Right. Yeah. And then and then you've got to pass that and then you've got to last as long as Brady did and look as great as Brady did while <laughs> lasting as long as he did to even be remotely in his arena, to use his yeah. phrase. Like, that's it from now on. And when we were kids, it was like, you got two. Now we're talking about getting you a Boston Canton. Right. Like now, two is just like one quarter of the way there. I mean, yeah. it's totally been watching, reset. Yeah. Last night was the anniversary of. um the Broncos' Super Bowl win over the Falcons. That was Elway's final game, and he's scrambling around in that game, throwing 80-yard bombs for touchdowns. And, you know, he walked away with two straight Super Bowl wins and five Super Bowl appearances and the winningest quarterback in NFL history. And that just looked like it was untouchable. He looked like he was walking away, not maybe at the top of his game, but he maybe could have kept going. And, you know, Brady eclipsed five Super Bowls a long time ago. 
So uh, just in that respect, then, um, the next step, does he do what uh, Elway did? Does he want to get in, um, you know, football um, management? Does he want to own a team? Clearly, it seems like he's got his own businesses. That's what he wants to do. Anything he wants to do in media, anyone will fall over themselves to get him. So, you know, what do you think? Next act, final for his next act. I mean, I think that for the immediate future, I think he's really going to try to take his brand and the TB12 and the Brady brand global and, and see what the potential is with that. But that said, you know, a lot of these guys walk away and they think, you know, they're going to be content without the, the game that, you know, really sustained them and brought them so much joy. I, I, that is going to be him. I mean, remember, Ray Thompson wrote that great article on Michael Jordan years ago where Jordan's watching LeBron James on TV and talking about how he would defend him, knowing that he could if he just were a little bit younger, if not for time. And Tom's going to tune in and watch quarterbacks and know that he could do this better. And, you know, when that goes away, I don't know. I remember I was with Elway, and you and I talked about it, um, and he was right after they won the Super Bowl when he was the general manager. I think he was 55 at the time. And he said to me flat out, like, up until a couple of years ago, I thought I could still play. And, you know, that, that itch, that compulsion, that desire never goes away. And I don't know what Brady's life looks like without that. I don't think he's going to find as much joy um, talking about the game, you know, would he ever be rich enough to own a team? I, I you know, that I, I don't know. But either, even so, even being an owner, um, you know, you have the highs and the lows, but you're not as close. You're not part of the team. You're not in the locker room. Um, I think it's going to be a big adjustment, and it's something that he's known about for a long time, tried to prepare for. It's still going to be hard, though, I think. So last one for you, kind of waited to finish up uh, with this one. Again, your book, Seth Wickersham, It's Better to Be Field, The New England Patriots Dynasty and the Pursuit of Greatness is just one of the best inside looks you can have to date, for sure, on the Patriots and then for any team uh, in recent memory, sir. So what do you make of Brady leaving the Patriots out of his career retirement statement? You know, I don't think it was an accident at all. I, I still think that there are some hard feelings over the way that he left and the fact that they opened the door for him to leave and he walked right out. But I think that he will find a way to address his full career um, probably pretty soon. You know, who knows, maybe a video, something like that. But I think that he'll figure out a way to address it and, you know, make it very clear that, you know, he was a New England Patriot and that he cherishes a lot of those memories. Yeah, I mean, uh, let's be honest. I mean, there was no uglier exit between all-time great for a franchise and franchise than Favre and the Packers. Mm -hmm. It couldn't have been uglier, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, where where the successor was drafted and Mm -hmm. waiting and all of that. I mean, I don't need to re-litigate, if you will, but it was ugly. And Favre and the and the Packers are are all cool right now, so I'm not concerned about all that. But what what is it like? I thought Brady and, and Belichick had a a chat and a confab after the Week Four uh, game that put this stuff to bed or came close. Did it not? Then did it? Well, not? I think that Brady is always going to love Bill Belichick for the chance that he gave him and how invested he was in him. Um, but you know, the Patriots made an organizational decision that they didn't think he could play another two years. You know, they wanted to keep it year by year at a lower 
you know, cap number. And, you know, after all that he had accomplished, he was ready to go. And look what he did. I mean, he threw for over 5,000 yards this year. I think that, including the playoffs, he must have come close to 100 touchdown passes in two years in Tampa. It's just phenomenal how good he was, how good he is. And it's just as mind-boggling as his entire career is, it's just as mind-boggling that he's walking away having accomplished, you know, coming off the season that he had. He no might doubt. be an MVP. No doubt, but I mean, and not to turn this into a debate show, but uh, this kind of is an interesting subject matter, and you are an expert at it for sure. Um, but, I mean, earlier on in this conversation, you were even saying part of the consideration of no longer playing now is the roster and things are being remade. I mean, like he went, he turned, he he turned Nikhil Harry into Mike Evans. You know what I mean? Like, that, let, let's be honest. I mean, part of the reason why he left New England is because it was not a tenable spot in which to win a championship in 2020, which he did. You know, Gronk wasn't going to be coming back through that door in New England, but did in Tampa. I mean, it all worked out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So to leave New England out entirely from a statement where he's thanking staffers for the Bucks, it's it's kind of uh, a head-scratcher, I'll be honest. Unless there is yeah. so much water underneath this bridge still, and you're saying there pretty much still is. I mean, I think that, I think that the fact that he did it, I, like I said, I, just, I don't think it was an accident. Um, you know, but it'll be, also be interesting to see where he lives. You know, does he decide to live in Miami? They're building a house in Miami. And, you know, in a year... <laughs> This, his old friend Stephen Ross, old Michigan guy, right. you know, let him know that the door's open just in case he wants to, you know, make that short commute to the Dolphins facility. <laughs> be interesting. All right, I, I believe there is a a, yeah. a, a real time update here, Seth. Yeah, Breaking guy, news. yeah, guys. Just a couple minutes ago, Brady on his Instagram story, uh, kind of like quote saved the the Bob Kraft statement, and then did a thank you Patriots and Patriots Nation with two hearts. There okay. you go. All right. So, nothing, so in other nothing, words, the Patriots are not official like the Instagram story. So, so, <laughs> no, so, so basically, we have we, th- this is the 21st century thing. Certainly for a 44 year old man that's retiring. Uh, <laughs> Hold on a minute. So, so basically, the Patriots are not Instagram feed worthy, <laughs> right? But Instagram story worthy. But Instagram stories are shareable in the way that the feed is not, right? So where do we, like, do we, is, does a TikTok break the tie or what is well, that? Is I'm it, just also thinking about the effort Tom had to go to. He would have had to screenshot the Patriot uh, statement, then put it into a story and then type out some text. I mean, a lot Seth, of effort there. Seth, this is for the uh, paperback, I think. <laughs> there you go. I mean, I'm really going to have to go down the rabbit hole on this one. <laughs> But literally, like that's what I, 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 I that one le- leapt out at me, and then uh, the fact that the word retirement wasn't in there either. It's just like you know, I'm gonna f you to father time. I'm not gonna even use that word in my walkaway statement. You know what I'm saying? Like I dug that one too. That one <laughs> caught, I caught my eye on that. Seth, thanks for the time, man. Always appreciate the two cents that you and uh, that you are, are willing to provide here. Thanks again. My pleasure, man. Thank you. You bet. Take care. Uh, Seth Wickersham, I follow him on Twitter. You should as well, at Seth Wickersham on Instagram. Uh, I mean, on Twitter. Uh, and uh, it's better to be feared where all books are sold. What a great book this is. Yes, everything Seth writes, you must read. Okay, so um, right here on The Rich Eisen Show. I'm telling you, number of times when I'll send, like, a, a major influencer, okay, 
I've got I've been told this by a major influencer on Instagram. I don't want to out this person. Okay. But when it's just like, you know, hey, you know, I'll put it on my stories, but not my feed. Like there's a pecking order. Yeah, you don't want to clog the feed. You know, you know what? It's just the feed is like that's the big audience and the stories are a different one, but I'm just glad. I just look, it's all gonna, like the guy's going to have a red jacket one day first. Like uh, right? all of it. Okay. He's going to have his name in whatever, you know, part of the museum, right? They don't have a ring of honor I there, don't correct? Think so, but the number but the, will be retired be and statue, the statue, like and, all of it. And everybody, after stopping at the Duncans and Situate, <laughs> are going to come and go well, there. It's a little south. You know, I mean, okay. Foxborough's west. Yeah, I don't have ways open. Yeah. But, you know, like they're going to stop there. Like that's going to be the one spot everyone goes of to course. at the stadium. <laughs> come on. Like, you know what they should do? They should at Patriot Place, whoever, you know, is their longstanding, um, you Sponsor. know. No, no, their, their tenant or whatever, their client, they want to help out. Or they want to get foot traffic on a certain part of well, Patriot Place up there. They're doing a major there. kind of re Yeah, that's what they, they put there, the statue yeah. there because everyone's going to go seek it out. Because it's Tom Brady. How about this for an idea? Rename the stadium. Okay, very good. Tom Brady Stadium <laughs> at Patriot Place. Like, what are we doing? Well, what do you do with the, the Razor people? Great. Sponsored by Gillette. Dude. Like, okay. Tom Brady Dude. Stadium at Patriot Place. I don't know. Brought to you by Gillette. Gillette may have put so much money in the pocket of the Kraft family. It was allowed, you know, for him to take the uh, hometown discount. Well, but the Giselle ultimate helped. thing, Giselle helped too. But the crazy thing, man, is the ultimate hometown discount. One last hometown discount of the Patriots is he he discounted them right out of his statement <laughs> to the story. Okay, to the, to the story. To the story. My with bad. A screen grab of My craft statement. Bad. Okay, hey, whatever. Take a break. Your phone calls in a moment. Eight four four two zero four. Rich number to dial here on the Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat, where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase. So all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Visit GameTime.co for restrictions. Again, create an account, redeem my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show. You know, we reached out to him months ago and he was not interested in doing an interview. I would love, if I could interview anybody today, it would be Molo's. Honestly, 
Yeah, because it was the 20th anniversary. It would be Mola. It was the 20th anniversary, yeah. right? Yeah. Recently. In September. Of him blowing up. Yeah, we tried Drew to track Bledsoe him down. on the sideline. And we tried it. We tracked him down. And he was uninterested oh, really? in talking. We tracked him down. Oh, yeah. We tracked him down. He just he gave a pass. It was that guy in week two of the 2001 season. Boom. Drew Bledsoe blew him up and and so hard he started internally bleeding. And I remember Brady comes trotting out on the field. That's out. That's it. And the Jets won that. And I think it was the last time the Patriots were 0-2 until this year. To start a season? Yeah. Right? I think, I think it was something like that. Right, the Patriots lost the, three of their first four this year. Then went again. They got really hot. Yep. Right, they lost their first two this year. They had one. They had Miami right where they wanted and fumbled late. Fumbled and then late. they lost to the Saints the next week. Right. That was the last time they were zero two. Hmm. And the crazy thing is, people just you know because we're talking about so much today is that. When Bledsoe came, you know, people probably think Bledsoe didn't come back again, but he did. He actually returned the regular season and Bill had to stick with the kid and the hot hand. And Brady was kind of up and down a little bit and they finished strong. And Bledsoe was needed to seal, win and seal the AFC championship game to get to the Super Bowl. Like, we forget all this. And it was even prior to the Super Bowl against the Rams that they're like, hey, Bill, are you really going to stick with the kid? Because Bledsoe came back and won the AFC championship game for you, and you need all the points you can get against these Rams. And he stuck with Tom Brady. And even in that Super Bowl, which, by the way, turned out to be the last that Summerall and Madden called together on Fox, John Madden, may he rest in peace. Said when the Patriots got the ball back, they should play to over for overtime. You can't put this much on this oh, yeah. kid's shoulders. And oh, he yeah. marched him down the field and Vinatieri kicks it. And now the rest is seriously history. But the number of times throughout that first year where it could have gone either way. It's unbelievable. But these are facts about Brady's first year as a starter. Net suite here on the Rich Eisen Show, a Rich Eisen Show partner over 28,000 businesses already use NetSuite and the reason why is they know how important NetSuite is to improve your visibility. If you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software to see the full picture for your business, you've got to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle because it's the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. With NetSuite, when thanks to NetSuite, with visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budgeting and more, NetSuite is everything you need to grow all in one place. 93% of survey businesses increase their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. For the new year, NetSuite has got this new financing program I've been telling you about the last few weeks. So if you're ready to upgrade at NetSuite.com slash rich, you can get that new financing program right now. Head to NetSuite.com slash rich for this special one-of-a-kind financing offer on the number one financial system for growing businesses, NetSuite.com slash rich. Nick in Corona, California. You're here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Nick? Hey, Rich. How you doing, man? What's going on? Hey, so question for you. Um, if you had to pick a statue for Brady, 
which image would it be? Oh, I got would it. Would it be the one with his hands behind his head? No. Nope. Maybe him pointing, maybe him throwing. Nope. Which nope. one would it be? I got it. And you tell me if you agree with this. It's him with his helmet off screaming, let's go at the fans. Um, I was just going to I was just gonna do the hands up in the air, like touchdown. Because he kind of did that after every Helmet big, on. Big, Helmet, helmet on, helmet touchdown. On, touchdown, hands up in the air because he did that after every big play in New England. I kind of yeah. dig if his helmet's off prior. And he's kind of doing a fist pump. No, no, and he's screaming, let's go. Yeah. Like that right there maybe. Yeah. Right there, but his helmet's oh, on cool. during a game. A little difficult for the artist, I, I guess. I, was I don't know. I don't, well, I, he, I would had have... his, he had his helmet off uh, during that one Super Bowl that he won uh, where he totally like disregarded Jimmy G, but both his hands were in the air and he was screaming, jumping up and down with his helmet off. There was an, yeah. And then I guess if your helmet's off, thanks for the call. Good question. Good question. Right. I've thought I about think this a lot. If your yeah. helmet's off, then what era of Brady hair? Do you go the hair, the Great long question. hair, Great Brady? Great question. You know what I mean? Long before before Rogers man bun and all of that stuff, Brady had different hairstyles, you know? Well, he always had something different each year, but people think that uh, conspiracy, the long hair years, was kind of the hair plugs. You know what I mean? Oh, my gosh. That's what people think. Like, he grew it long to kind of cover up the, he got a little little fix there, but... (laughs) I I think the the statue should be helmet on helmet helmet on helmet on. I'm going helmet off. You got Tom Brady. He's too pretty for that. Yeah, man. No helmet on. But the early years, Tom not pretty. You know what I mean? I think. By the way, I don't understand why you're taking (laughs) shots at the man. You gave me so much pleasure. I'm not taking shots. No one. The two people in my life brought me the most sports pleasure. Mm -hmm. David Ortiz had his moment last week, Hall of Fame. Tom Brady, obviously. So. Nothing but love and respect for both of them. I would. I wanted him. to name my son Tom and got <laughs> ceremoniously shot down. Well, I mean that makes sense. So I, mean, I really thought you were going to name your kid Big Poppy Brockman. To be honest with well, you, well, still you could still nickname him <laughs> oh, yeah. Number Two, Rich. There you go. Yeah. Number Two. Number Two. Oh boy. Slow down. And that's the other thing. If people don't know Brockman, though, they would assume Brady is his all-time favorite. But, like, David Ortiz Uh, is literally Brockman's favorite. Well, Well, I mean, coming in a close second. Because don't forget, before Brady, you know, it's it's still a Red Sox town. I mean, the Patriots... I mean, I mean, Manny, the Manny town. My favorite. Before, the Patriots before Brady started winning all those games, and Kraft came maybe, and Parcells showed up and winning all those games. The Patriots were a deep three and maybe a deep four yeah. in that town. Oh, and the 90s behind the was Bruins. A, the 90s was a big drought too. I mean, I mean, so yeah, man. No titles. I, for and a actually, long time. Chris, I need to put some respect on Paul Pierce's name for your fandom because oh, he also, also uh, loves Paul Pierce. Mm. One of the only jerseys I own is a Paul Pierce jersey. Well, you know. Uh, and I do remember that one time where you were taken out in a wheelchair because you had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I do remember that, too. And stay tuned, what? Rich. Mm. I'm going to break out my top seven all-time Tom Brady moments okay. later okay. in the show. Oh, seven but for I seven think, Super Bowls. I think, oh. seven seven I think though, the let's go, Tom, firing up the fans before each game in the spot. So, like, he crazy made, train comes, he does. He runs the length a, of the field yes, and does the let's does go. Does his let's go. Okay. Maybe his helmet doesn't have to be off, but that's the Brady I want. The let's go, because you put it out there in front of the, the stadium as people are walking in to fire you up, to walk in. Yeah. Let's go, because he made Gillette Stadium the toughest place to win in the NFL for two decades. Good luck going in there and coming up with the win. You know, And I'm sure so many fans would say, you know, maybe their earpieces can go out passing it if they're the visiting team. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean, but so should they have just like 
speakers coming out just constantly playing, playing crazy train on a loop yeah. i don't know <laughs> I, mean, no, cool. I don't think you need any musical thing but to me that's the brady that i remember and i know that it's not in game but it is the way that he would that's I, the name of his pot i mean i, I know he kind of started the lfg right the, thing right, the, too, right so let's you know? go in a way to me part of his many part of his legacy i mean we're going through it all day today um was just being there in that stadium and he comes out and you just got the sense this is not your day. Marshall Falk once told me he was at he when he was you know young and starting out in the league with the Colts, right? And he went to Buffalo. And you're standing on one side of the field and it was that old field, right? The old rich stadium or whatever, which they're currently in right now, I guess. But the old field, like with the artificial turf. Oh, yeah. And you saw the heat coming up from the turf. Even when it was a cold day, you saw the heat coming up from the turf. And it would crown, like there was a crown. And you were on the other side and you didn't really see the full person on the other side. And he would stand there on the visiting and, and Bruce Smith would come out of the tunnel, as he said, all greased up on his arms. It was cold, but it was glistening because he was greased up on the short sleeves. And he just thought there, oh, God, I'm, uh, we're going to have a rough day today. <laughs> <laughs> like he remembers Bruce Smith coming out of the tunnel. And Brady coming out there and doing the let's go thing and firing everybody up. You know, and then you just knew those crazy ass Minutemen with their muskets were going to be firing it off <laughs> all four quarters. Boom, you know, and you just yeah. knew you were in for it and that yeah. you had to bring your A plus plus game that day because Brady plus that coach together in that stadium, damn unbeatable. And, and it would lead people to just melt, have their brains melt, you know, and of course it got where, where they thought. You know, they're purposefully turning our headsets off here and there's a bug in the locker room there. You know, be quiet. We got to huddle up in this part of the corner of the of our of our locker room because we're not, you know, there's ears here. There's eyes there. But Brady, I guess Brady a, career record at home, Rich. Yeah. 133 and 25. Let's go. <laughs> that's it. So they home. should make that's the statue. You're welcome, New England. You're welcome, Patriots. That's your statue for Brady. That's a crazy record. It's nuts. Crazy train.